I'm Joshua Roberts of Biz News, and with me today is Corian Capital Chief Investment Officer David Bacher. Corian publishes an informative summary of asset class and fund performance returns every month, which is suitable for any level of investor. The report can be found on Corian Capital's website or biznews.com. David, let's have a look at 2021 before we look forward. A great year for most asset classes, particularly equities. What are your high-level remarks of 2021, and how does it compare to any other regular year in the markets? Thanks, Justin. I think from our perspective at Corian, the best indication how the man in the street did in terms of investments is, is generally through his investment through his retirement fund. And a retirement fund is not just about equities. It's a mixture of different asset classes, mostly equities, uh, but it has bonds, it has offshore investments, it has cash, and it has to, because of legislation, it needs to be a diversified portfolio. So we like to look at the high equity space where um, those unit trusts offer long-term retirement funds. And the average return that a high equity unit trust did, and that's over 100 unit trusts, was just over 20% which considering inflation is about five and considering the, the next best return from that high equity category was in 2006. It was an exceptional year for investors uh, and for people's general wealth to, to improve. Which were the best performing high equity funds in 2021? It was quite an interesting year in that, uh, especially in the South African context, you usually have, uh, you know, almost a, uh, a bang bust kind of scenario where you know resources are either shooting the lights out because the rands are weakening and, and at the expense of maybe financials or vice versa. This year it was very different. Um, the all share index was close to to twenty nine percent return, and the basic materials did outperform with, with you know low thirties uh, percent returns. But financials were up twenty eight percent. Industrials were up. 24%. So it was a case of most major equity sectors rising. So, you know, unlike previous years where we look at the best unit trusts, it was generally those who were very heavily weighted in financials or very weighted in basic materials. That wasn't the what happened last year. So, you know, if I looked at the winners, and, and maybe I'll touch on that a little bit later, I think what did stand out uh, last year was small caps, um, that the small cap industry after many years are really lagging was up over 50%. And I think those funds that didn't have exposure to NASPAS and process, which is a big weighting in the all share index, uh, they, uh, NASPAS and process had, had a tough year and being a big counter in the market. If you were biased towards small caps and didn't have exposure to, to NASPAS and, and process, yeah, you would have had a very good year last year. Um, so, you know, if you look at the, the best performing funds, uh, it was those funds that, that really were positioned that way. We're talking about you know, Pit for Yun's counterpoint, which when I looked at the, the best performing funds in the various categories, they actually were the top performing in, in two categories, low equity, unit trust, and, and global. So it's very... Uh, very seldom that you get uh, best performers in two very different categories. Um, Walter Aylert and, and Co. Had, had a very good year. Um, and those were those funds that were positioned, uh, as I said, biased towards 
value, small caps, uh, and very little exposure to, to, to NASPERS process. At the end of the report, Corian publishes its own array of funds' performance. The equity-mandated funds perform particularly well. What does the investment process look like for the team at Corian? We've done things a bit differently with our equity fund. Um, so most people, most um, companies that follow a multi-management approach mix different strategies and funds together. What we've done uh, at Corian is actually blend different managers' best ideas. And we've left uh, a large part of the portfolio construction and the risk management to ourselves. Um, and in, in that way, we're trying to get the best ideas from, from very clever managers. And fortunately, our managers, such as Andrew Vincent from, from Klukas Gray, had an exceptional year. Uh, a lot of the small caps or less favorite stocks of 2020, he invested in at the right time. Um, and, and that was the reason why Corian as a house uh, was fortunate to to have a very, very good year. We're just over a week into 2022, and we've seen some significant drawdowns in the U.S., particularly in the tech sector. JSC has held firm predominantly because of the value bias inherent on the local bias. But do you expect more of the same in this growth-to-value rotation we're seeing at the moment, given that all the economic indicators, inflation, interest rate direction, et cetera, are pointing towards it? I think it's going to be a very interesting year. And what what was quite defining last year was if you looked at the U.S. Treasuries and the the 30-year U.S. Treasuries. Now, U.S. Treasuries uh, and bonds generally are a better indicator of what's happening out there than the equity market. If you look at all previous equity markets, bear markets, the bond market tends to be a better indicator. And last week was the worst weekly total return of the 30-year treasury in almost 50 years. And that's quite striking. It lost about 9%. Um, so, you know, the, at Corian, that, that could be a, a big sign that, you know, uh, the, the lights are going amber to red at the moment. Um, and it's an indication that, you know, rates are probably going to go a bit quicker, higher than people expected. And this wall of money, uh, which was filled by the Fed, quantitative easing, low interest rates, that's coming to an end. And what happens generally in that kind of environment, the stocks, the momentum stocks, the growth stocks, where you rely on low discount rates and they're generally pricing great expectations going forward, they, that does struggle. So from a Corian perspective, we certainly not overweight equities and we certainly do have a bias towards value kind of shares, uh, not just South Africa and globally, which tend to perform better in that kind of environment. David, just to back up what you've just said, all the portfolio managers I have chatted to in the last two or three weeks sort of concur with what you're saying. Is there any way for us to hide as investors? What are the safe havens to look forward to in 2022? Well, I think you never want to go, you know, all in or all out. Uh, market timing is very difficult. Um, generally, asset classes rise over time. So if you uh, go too conservative uh, for too long, you generally underperform. Um, so, you know, I think don't don't uh, go get too scared and, and get, get get totally disinvested. Um, but I do think it's a time to have a bit of your portfolio in more conservative um, assets. Uh, and things like cash is, is is not such a bad investment because 
if you have cash in New Zealand and the proverbial rainy day arrives, you know, to invest that at lower lower prices um, is, always, is always a good thing. So I would just maybe lighten up on equities, have a little bit more cash in your portfolios, um, and don't get too greedy because it has been a good period for investors.